You are listening to Phoebe Up Weaning Podcast. Phoebe is a free recipe app with healthy, family-friendly recipes from six months of age. Download Phoebe Up for free on the App Store. Our content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as healthcare advice. If you have any concerns over the health and well-being of your child, please speak to your GP or health visitor. Hello, this is Sarah from Phoebe Up. Welcome back to our weaning course with little tips and tricks to help you on your weaning journey. Let's get back to the question. Does baby-led weaning save your child from becoming a fussy eater? Personally, I think there are more factors than just the weaning technique. I believe that your attitude to food and the example that you set as a healthy eater and also your perseverance all play a role in potentially preventing fussiness in the long term. It's also worth remembering that a baby's taste buds are still developing and texture as well as color also play a role in exploring food. Please note that I'm using the term exploring rather than liking or disliking. It's because the weaning journey, especially the first six months, and that is from your baby's six months mark until they're one year of age, This time is mainly about exploring the food, but we tend to focus on the quantity that is consumed and what foods babies accept and reject. To give you an example, when my daughter was one and a half years old, she carefully picked out the red kidney beans from a bean salad that I had made for her. She then collected them in her hand and ate them, and then she did exactly the same with the carrot pieces and the tomato, and the celery, and she left the chickpeas completely untouched, although she's a very big fan of chickpea soup, so she was clearly looking for the colors during that mealtime. One hurdle that does not present itself if you follow baby-led weaning is the introduction of texture. Going from runny to lumpy puree and eventually arriving at the real texture of fruit and vegetables can be very challenging for some babies, And they might reject foods which they previously ate purely on the basis of the different texture. The biggest mistake is to take rejected foods off the menu. So you should always reintroduce food after a few days. And remember, it can take up to 10 or more tries to accept a new flavor for a small child. Also, try not to resort to alternatives too soon, especially with a toddler who can make herself understood very clearly. So just to give you an example, when my eldest daughter started nursery, we started every mealtime with, I don't like it. To me, it was clearly something that she had picked up from other children, but I kept on offering what was on the table and she eventually ate her dinner as there was no alternative. So fast forward a few years and she's now what I call a challenging eater. If it was after her liking, we'd live off bread and cheese and pasta. <laughs> But I refuse to give in. So instead, I've tried and tested what's the best way to get healthy food into her. At the moment, my daughter is eating most vegetables raw instead of cooked. So there's always raw carrots in our snacks. There's tomatoes. She loves cucumber. And I make sure to have her healthy favorites on my meal plan at least twice a week. At the moment, these are lentil soup and chickpea soup. 
When you hit the hurdle of I don't like it, and bear in mind that's mostly for children who are a little bit older, so you won't um, straight away hit that hurdle with a weaning child, of course. But I'm sure it will hit you at some point or another. It's just how children are. And my advice would be try different ways of serving the same food that you've always been serving. But for example, separate the vegetables and separate the fruits. This has helped a great deal with our children. They just don't like things when they're mushed together. They would happily eat oven potatoes, but not potato mush, for example. Finding your way around of serving nutritious food, but just in a different way that can make all the difference. When my first daughter started refusing food, I got very stressed about mealtimes and it took me a while to figure out how to serve the food that she would finally eat it again. So serving vegetables raw instead of cooked was one way and also separating food. So any kind of stews where she couldn't see exactly what was in the food, she just wouldn't eat. I sometimes made soups that were blended, but even then it was a bit of a challenge to get her to eat it. I also found that involving my children in the food preparation made a big difference. So make food fun. Cook together, look for recipes together. You could go shopping together. I know that's easier said than done for most of us. Um, and make food real. So grow some cress on the windowsill if you can. If it's available to you, you could visit a city farm. Look at the cows. Explain to your children where the milk comes from. You could buy the vegetables and eggs if this is available at the city farm. And if you're in the countryside, obviously you'll have plenty more opportunities to introduce your little one to the food chain. But I believe that that also can make a very big difference. But if your child really doesn't like a food, I would advise not to make them eat it and not to bribe them into eating food that they really don't like. There's just no benefit to you or your child at the end of this. To round up our session for today, I'd like to let you know that everything is a phase in our children's lives. So fussy eating will hit most of the children, I think, at some point. Some have this phase for longer than others, but we are the example. And don't forget how important you are as a parent or carer to your child, as a role model. If you have a healthy diet, your children will follow eventually, even if it takes them until adulthood to understand that healthy food is the way forward. Believe me, it's really important that you stick to your values and to your rules in your house. Things might be different at school and at nursery and at the childminder, but if you set a very clear and very healthy role model for your children, they will follow and they will learn it. You are their main influence after all. In my next session, I'll be sharing my experience of baby-led weaning compared to traditional weaning. I hope today's information was useful for you and thank you so much for listening in. Make sure you download our app, which provides free recipes and weaning tips for families with young children. Look for Phoebe on the App Store. That's P-H-O-E-B-E. Please be advised that any information is given as a general guidance only. Should you have any concerns over the well-being of your child, such as intolerances, allergies and weight, or your baby was born prematurely, or you're unsure if your baby is ready for solids, it is always best to consult with your health visitor or your GP. 